0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing in Sech the Shabbos, beginning the second parak, peric, peric by Mehmed a parak we're all familiar with from Friday night, and it discusses the halachos of what are appropriate and the correct things that we can light with, the correct items that one can use as wicks and oils in our Friday night lights, candle lights, because there is an obligation to candle lights in honor of Shabbos, on the eve of shabbos why do we do so so that's actually my rashi says we do it the covet Shabbos, in honor of Shabbos, whereas Tozfos says we do it for onig Shabbos, for the enjoyment of Shabbos. Rashi seems to imply we do it so that we come into Shabbos, there's an, a covet to it, that the, the table is set, there's candles there, it gives it a certain chashiba, a certain importance, whereas Tozfos seems to imply, no, it's more for the onig, that you can't enjoy your meal if you're bumping into each other, you can't enjoy your meal if you can't see what you're eating. There happens to be a very important distinction that the Gra says, where the Gra thinks that this idea of covet and onig, where both apply to Shabbos. Kavod is everything that happens before the Shabbos and Oneg is everything that happens on the Shabbos, such as getting ready for Shabbos. We get dressed in nice clothing. We take a bath or shower. We light candles. That's all Kavod and then the distinction is Oneg. That's on Shabbos when we eat nice food and etc. So that's from the Grah. Therefore comes along our mission. our mission is now going to discuss the laws of kindling the lights. Now why are we discussing this here why are we why uh, in the second parak we open up discussing what can we can we what can we not kindle the lights with and the answer is because all of the things that we're not allowed to use as wicks or oil are all going to be things in this next mission or most of the things are going to be things that do not produce a steady light and the concern is going to be just like we had in the previous Mishnah that because it does not produce a steady light a person may come to tilt the candle in order to uh, to to uh, allow the light to become brighter or to make the light steadier. And just as we had a concern in the previous Mishnah, if you tilt the candle, you end up being over the derisa of igniting the flame and lighting it more, so too in our Mishnah. So it's, a, it's really a continuation of the previous Mishnah. By Mehmed leaking with what may we light. What type of wicks and oils can we use? Ein and What can we not use? Ain loba One cannot use a cedar, uh, the fibers of a cedar tree as in for their wick. Nor can they use uncombed flax. Again, these are these are all materials that don't draw in the oil well. Nor cloth. Cloth is some sort of silk that's it's inferior quality nor fibers from a willow tree nor the fibers of the desert these are long grasses found in the desert that they braid and make into wicks this seems to be some sort of sea moss or seaweed again all these things are disqualified because they do not draw the oils uh, um, into the wick and therefore does not produce a steady flame so you have the concern that the person is going to start playing around with the oil in order to conjure up the flame and that's going to be a problem so now that that concludes what we not we not use as wicks now let's see what we cannot use as fuel Loba Zephys, we can't use pitch Veloba shava not molten wax this is this is liquid wax. Solid wax one is not allowed to use. Here's liquid wax. Vlobe Kick. This is cottonseed oil. Vlobe Shreifa. Oil that must be burned. So this is actually an exception from the list. Whereas all the other fuels, the issue is that it does not burn brightly or does not burn consistently. Shemin Shreifa is truma that had become Tome. And there's an uh, there's one truma that becomes Tome. One has to burn. And one's not allowed to burn it on Shabbos. Why not? So we'll see when we get to the next Mishnah nor the fat from the sheep's tail. They used to take the, sh- the fats from the animals. Nothing would go to waste on the farm or back then, and they'd use that to create fuel. and nor with chaylev. The issue with chaylev, again, there too. It, does, it just doesn't burn well. But Nochem from Amadi disagrees. He says that if you boil the chaylev, so then it does produce a steady enough flame and you can use it. The only issue is when the chaylev congeals, so that's the problem. <laughs> whether it's boiled or whether it's not boiled, so then you're not, you're never allowed to use chalev. There seems to be a bit of a discussion here if the chachamim are just reiterating what the Tanakhama says or they're actually adding something else on. See the Gemara here as well. Okay. Mishnah base. The mission is not going to open up. Now, in yontif one's not allowed to kindle with the shemen srafa Again, we no- noted what's shemen srafa So that's oil. That's truma. That becomes tameh. Why is one not allowed to do so? So this actually comes back to the following: that shemen, the oil, truma, truma. That's truma. We know it becomes tameh. Must be burned. Rashi is of the opinion that there's a separate uh, there's a separate mitzvah in the Torah to burn truma, and that mitzvah. Preclu- pre- and one is precluded from doing so on Yom Tov because there's no purpose for burning uh, in on Yom Tov. The only things that we're allowed to burn, for, burn or, or create, kindle fire for on Yom Tov is when there's Ochel Nefesh involved, and that doesn't, that's not involved. Uh, it's, there's no need for that when it's Yom Tov. points because again, you're not going to get benefit from it. But Tosus points out it's not so true. One is allowed to get benefit from. From truma that's being burned. If you burn truma, you can get benefit from the fire. You can uh, you can cook with it. But Tosa says, however, there's another thing that that gets burned that one's not allowed to benefit from. That is kachim. If one has sacrificial offerings that have some sort of soul, some sort of some sort of uh, something that goes wrong with them, that they are disqualified. So one has to burn them, and one is not allowed to get benefit from them. And the sages made a Gezerah. They said just because we have a concern that one may get confused between truma and kachim therefore they made a there that just like one is not allowed to have be- one just like one is not allowed to burn the Anyantiv because they can't get benefit from them one is not allowed to burn the truma anyantif so however you however you slice it whether you rashi where there's a separate to orisa prohibition of burning the truma anyantif or your Tosfos where it's a derabanon one is not allowed to burn truma anyantif because one is not allowed to burn one is not allowed to burn. One is not allowed to burn. One is not allowed to use the truma oil for the tame for their candles. So one is not allowed to use itron because of kavat What's itron? So itron seems to be some very foul-smelling pitch, uh, almost like a tar. It smells terrible, and the concern that Rabbi Ishmal has is if you. Burn this, if you use tar in your candles, it's going to smell the whole room up and everyone's going to walk out, and that's going to take away from the whole Cup of Chavez. It's going to undermine the very point of the candles, of the point of the candles, especially according to Tosfos, is for Kabbat Shabbos to enhance your meal. Well, if everyone walks out because it smells so terribly, so then you've undermined the point of the candles, and therefore he says you cannot use itron. The chacham and the sages permit all sorts of oils. They can use sesame oil. You can use nut oil. You can nut oil. You can use radish oil. You can use fish oil. You can use calc kalyknith oil. I don't know if I pronounced that right. What's kalyknith? It's some sort of gourd. Uh, it's found in the in the Mediterranean Basin, Asia, Turkey, in Turkey, and it's uh, sometimes called the bitter apple, the bitter cucumber, and it's some sort of, again some sort of gourd and, or melon. So that's that you can use that one. But itron, you can even use itron uh, uba uh, nephet, and you can use this nefet. Even though um, they give off a bad taste, there, they still—they're not worried that it might drive people from the room. R' Romer a third opinion. He says, "Amen, mm-hmm. says, "A uh, third opinion, unlike what we just read, you could only use olive oil." And just olive oil, but that produces the most beautiful, the most beautiful and clearest flame, something we know as in Dioma, as Hanukkah is approaching. And what happens to be that although Rabbi Tar- we don't possibly like Rabbi Tarifon, the preferred opinion, according to everyone, is that we should strive to use olive oil. I wish you all a wonderful day.